BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome everybody to an all new show called GVN Talk. Me and AJ came up with the idea of this show, kind of safe space where we can just kind of talk about anything geek related. And this week we are talking DC. I know you guys are probably sick of hearing me and AJ talk DC, but guess what? It's happening. More DC. It's more DC. More DC. Um, So this is this week we're going to be talking animated movies, the live action stuff, um, video games, the whole nine. It's going to be a hoot. Before I introduce our panel, I do want to give a shout out to Ash, who did kind of help us create the uh, the idea of this show. Also, um, she will not be on this week, but she will be back hopefully next week, where it seems like we might be talking Marvel, but who knows. Um, so huge shout out to Ash. But we are joined for the first time, and hopefully not the last time, Shekinah. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? Good, good, good. We actually podcasted good. together uh, where we were talking the Snyder Cut. What was it, last month? Yeah, yeah, last month, yeah. Yep. That was a lot of fun. That was... You guys said a lot of things that broke my heart. Uh, that <laughs> Robin thing was... That was that kept me up for like a few days. It was just like we didn't mean to. We didn't mean to. AJ, when I tell you it broke my heart, they were just like, "Who cares about Robin? Why do you need a Robin?" I was just like, "What? (laughs) Like, oh no! Why would you say that?" Um, Terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Right. Man, it broke my heart. But it was a great time. Great people. Um, and it was the exact cast that uh that we needed especially in today's time all black cats talking about uh superhero world within this forum really unheard of so that was a really good space to be in um so shikana i was definitely excited to be able to podcast with you again um so i'm glad you could be on no problem and, i'm excited and uh you know you guys know aj whatever it's aj uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> is that not a proper way to introduce somebody i'm sorry and welcoming back, of course, the uh, co-creator of this show, AJ. What's going on, AJ? Well, I could be better right now, but since I'm talking DC, um, 
I can't help but be excited anyway. So hopefully I won't pass out during the stream. And <laughs> but I, I'm really excited. I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, <laughs> you have to throw the whole episode in the garbage, man. I can't. One, <laughs> one second, I'm talking about a DC movie. Another, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, do I call an ambulance? Like, I, what do I do? Um, so yes, please do not, uh, do not pass out. But for anyone, um, AJ, you did get your your shot. That's what you're referring to, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, just so no one thinks like you're just randomly passing out on on these episodes. This no. terrible, terrible shot. I don't like it at all. Do um, not. Like it. I I I don't like it so much. I did not take it, so I agree with you on <laughs> on a level. I had no choice. <laughs> I will mask up forever. Um, but all right, let's get into it. Let's start off with. I want to start off with something. I'm thinking favorite DC game. And I want to start off with that because there's only been Batman, <laughs> really. I mean, you want to count Mortal Kombat versus DC, the Injustice games, uh, DC Online. It's really only been Batman games. Um, I've never heard someone like, yo, you've never played Mortal Kombat versus DC? Like, you're missing it? I've never heard that in my life. But the Batman games, those are a must. So I want to start off, uh, Shekinah, I want to go to you first. Did you see the trailers? to the new Batman game. Well, technically it's Gotham Knights and the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Did you see those two trailers? I did. I, I, I saw them all during the, the fandom. I think it was in August. I think that was August. Yeah, I saw them all. The thing is, I'm like very particular about the games that I play. Like I really only would choose like one game and that's it. But I think I'm definitely excited about the, the Suicide Squad game for sure. Yeah, I, I think what piques my interest the most from that game is you're going up against the Justice League and if you remember the cast it's very similar to the Suicide Squad movie coming out so you got your dead shots you got your Captain Boomerang you got your King Shark you got your Harley Quinn I think I'm missing somebody and I think Boomerang uh, I thought I said Boomerang. no not Boomerang um Boomerang is in it though but it's his son really? it's oh. the original Boomerang because this Boomerang either has some weird tech or has powers like he can move fast yeah that that <laughs> seems a little weird to me well yeah, not even like, little, it seems to me i like it a little bit because it's like at least well when you get to the flash part it's like well someone from the suicide squad team can maybe keep up with them a little bit um but yeah i so shakana my question to you is yeah one what's your favorite dc game that you've played and if you had to choose between the Suicide Squad, because we didn't get a gameplay for that like we did with Gotham Knights. Um, which, by the way, really quickly, Gotham Knights thought, thought they were slick with the whole, we're supposed to believe Batman's dead. Like, all right, come on. We, we knew we knew that was false once you introduced the Court of the Owls. What interest would the Court of the Owls have with with the coming coming uh, coming to the light if, if there's no Bruce Wayne? That was their whole purpose. It was to bring Bruce Wayne within their ranks um so i'm like he's definitely not dead the court of the owls has him talon has him. they were also interested in dick though when it wasn't in like the main the main um quarter of storyline it was during like part of the, the side stuff oh okay okay well it would make sense i mean if you can't have bruce 
that's the next best thing. But um, we we all know that Bruce faked his death anyway. Of course. Just, uh, of course. Yeah, of course. It, it, it's but obvious. It happens. It has to happen at least once a year. To where like now, now the Robins are just like it happens all the time. It's whatever. He's like, <laughs> um, but you kind of want to go to you. your favorite DC game, and. Did you like the gameplay from from Gotham Knights? I thought it was a little bit wonky. Um, I'm trying to remember the the gameplay that we saw. I think it was okay. Actually, I really liked it. I did enjoy it a lot. But I feel like because I don't want to say I'm tired of Batman games, but I think I just I feel like we can take it in any direction, maybe, which is why I'm more excited for the the Suicide Squad game. Right. Um, I would say my favorite DC game is one I played the most is probably Injustice. That's just because that's what I played the most and I've enjoyed the most. And I love the whole the comic book storyline as well. So I think that's probably why I chose it over the second um, one or the first one. Uh, I played both. I think I prefer the second one though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To me, it's all right. So I'm gonna always say this. Uh, as you see my backdrop, I'm never tired of Batman. You can give me yeah. Batman 365. I'd eat it up. But I would like them to explore more. Um, I am not a fan of superhero games being anything but free, um, free roam, like how Arkham Knight was. Um, I want to be able to explore the city that I'm in. So if you do a Superman game, I want you to make it to where, AJ, you, have you played Kakarot, um, the Dragon Ball Z game? No, but I looked at a lot of gameplays for it. By the way, AJ phenomenal game the i don't think game, i ever play it though i don't should, think I ever but you really should i i think you would truly love it uh the mechanics of the fighting and everything are so good but the reason i bring it up is because i know a lot of people like well how would you do superman just flying around all the time like how would that look well you legit can fly around as goku you could run you could swim or you could just fly um so i'm like they easily could do that um i personally if i had to a Lobo game would be great if, if, if you're looking for something a little bit more grounded. Um, mm. I'm trying to think. It's like, Lobo is grounded? No, I mean, more, <laughs> so, more so as like Lobo's not flying around necessarily. Like you don't have to, you know, you could just go to a planet and just work within that one planet. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I know, I know what you're saying though. Like <laughs> Lobo's not. I get it. Um, but yeah, I want, I want an open world game. And I want it to work kind of how Arkham Knight did. I want to explore the city. Like if I have to, if I'm a Superman game and I'm in Metropolis, I want to explore Metropolis. Um, so to me, and it's it, honestly, uh, Grand Theft Auto is what got me in that headspace. Like I want every game to be like that for, from now on. It's why I'm excited. That, that's me with Assassin's Creed. But I, don't you enjoy that though? The idea yeah. that there's nowhere you can't really go within the parameters of the city or the, the yeah. Weather. Um, so that's why when Arkham Knight came out, I was just like, whoa, I can go anywhere and I can drive the Batmobile anywhere. I played that game probably 24 hours throughout the first, <laughs> the first few days, like first few days, it was just nothing but that. Um, so Arkham Knight's definitely my favorite game from the two games coming up from DC. That Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League just really intrigues me. It, it really does, because I'm like, how do you fight the Justice League? Um, like, it's what bothered me about the Suicide Squad movie from David Ayer. It was just like, a guy has a gun, girl has a bat, other dude has a boomerang, 
and they're fighting this witch priestess. Like, I don't, how does that, how does that work? So to me, it's like, how are you going to pull this off? I'm very, very, very interested in that. Gotham Knights, I feel like if you read the comics of Court of the Owls, you can kind of see where they're going with it. Um, so I'm like, ah. And the gameplay to me was weird. Uh, Barbara could like, not Barbara, I think it was, was it, um, oh man, I'm totally blanking on his name. Jason? No, the fourth Robin. Um, uh, third Robin, sorry. Tim? Tim Drake. Looked like he could disappear through technology and like reappear. I, I'm confused by that. So I need to see more on how he could teleport. Um, so I'm going Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. AJ, your favorite DC game, and out of those two games that are that are coming out, which one are you more interested in? Uh, favorite DC game. I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna go Arkham Asylum. Um, I love Arkham Knights a lot. Graphics are obviously better but for me the Arkham Asylum storyline I feel like is better um a lot of people probably disagree on me on that one but I, I just love that storyline um wait, which one again say it again Arkham Asylum Asylum oh uh, wait, wait wait was this the one where um the doctor had that huge arc uh towards the end of the game um yeah I know I know what you're talking about but it's when it's when Batman goes into the asylum and he has to face everybody that was the first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, I'm an opposite end of you guys on most excited game. Uh, Suicide Squad kills Justice League. I'm not that excited for it. It didn't treat me at all. Oh, weird. Um, much like you with the gameplay with Arkham Knight, I don't like how the characters are being used in Suicide Squad. We have um boomerang being fast to catch his boomerang and stuff like that I, I just don't like that at all um so um what is it again night gotham knights yeah yeah, Go yeah gotham knights i'm more excited for than anything especially since they still they're still going to like change some stuff up for the gameplay anyway so well i will say i hold out hope that uh suicide squad kills the justice league when they release gameplay that might that might maybe swing you a little bit uh, the yeah. Did they release gameplay? I'm sure they saw like a tiny little bit at Fandom. No, I Fandom, think they did. You sure? Because I think Fandom was just the trailer. Because I remember sure? saying, there, there was yeah. gameplay within that trailer. It where, was? yeah, there was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember it felt like that one Xbox um exclusive game. I can't remember what it was, but I now have to look it up. But yeah, they did show a little bit of the gameplay of it. I'm going to have to look back because I don't remember. I just remember them having that rooftop scene um, and then them taking out the, it looked like Brainiac uh, robots. And then it kind of ends with Superman uh, landing down. I don't recall there being any gameplay from that. Because I remember saying it was weird that Gotham Knights had this whole arc of gameplay and Suicide Squad had none. And it was just like, what are you selling me on? Like the trailer was dope, but... Yeah, it, it reminded me of Sunset Overdrive from where the Xbox was. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That, that's where I got that. I've, I had that feeling of that because it had that little bit of gameplay within the. I'm, I'm not saying it was like a full gameplay like we did for Gotham Knights, but it was within the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely going to go back because I, I must have not. Um, I just maybe don't remember it. Um, but okay. All right. Let's move on here. We got a trailer. 
Uh, Batman Long Halloween <clears throat> looks awesome. First part, I'm not really excited about. I'm excited about that second part that's rated R. I want to know how and why that's 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 rated R. Uh, yeah. I'm really interested to see if my boy, um, good friend of GVNs, if James Tucker is behind this. Uh, anyone that's not familiar with James Tucker, he is the producer for these animated films. Um, I want to see if James Tucker's behind it. Uh, and if so, I want to know why it's it's rate that second part is rated R. I mean, I'm familiar with the comic book, but um, usually they don't shoot for rated R from these these uh these animated movies. So I'm really excited about that. Jensen Eccles, I believe, is was Jensen the voice of Batman? I think it is Jensen. That's the voice of yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I give him a lot of props. He sounds really good. Um, to me, I know people are gonna kill me for this. I don't care. AJ, you know I'm Mr. Hot Takes. Jason O'Mara is my is my Batman. Um, Kevin Conroy, I know, is what a lot of people grew up on. It's all we had, really. Um, so I get it. I get it. I'm not taking anything away from Kevin. I met Kevin. He autographed Batman the Animated uh, Series photo for me. Um, so I have a lot of love for him. But Jason, I love it. And you know what's crazy? I went back for this episode and rewatched Justice League Dark. And he does these grunts in that movie that really, really, really warms my heart. Cause I'm like, <laughs> it's such a Batman thing to do to where it's like, you don't want to answer something. So like, you just give a grunt. And he did it like 90 times in that movie. And I'm like, I need more of this. Um, but also Jason O'Mara, when you look at him, he could really in real life play a live action Batman. It's who I wanted to be uh, the CW's Batman. Um, cause you already know he has a voice. You already know he has a physique for it. Um, so I really did love that, but Jensen has the Batman voice. And that was the biggest thing I was looking, uh, was listening out for was how does his voice sound? Cause when he was Jason Todd, we have nothing else of Jason Todd to go off of. So to me, it was just Jensen Ackles sounding like Jensen, um, so with this, he had to really get in his bag and he did an amazing job. Shekinah, I want to go to you first. Your thoughts on the first trailer for Batman Long Halloween. Um, I'm excited, you know, with animated DC movies, like I never really have an issue with them because I know that they're going to go from A to Z. It's not going to be like a plot problem or like a really like crap scene or anything. I know it's going to be a really good film, which is good, obviously. Um, I'm excited for the film. I'm definitely excited. I don't know, is this a trailer that had Nea Rivera Catwoman in it? I'm not sure. Is she in the, the trailer as Catwoman? Yeah. Nea Rivera, yeah. Everyone's yeah. like, yeah. RIP to her. Obviously, it would have been nice for her to, you know, to be able to, to see how it turned out. But I'm really excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. And we do know, AJ, as I pass it to you, our most anticipated movie of the century in The Batman is taking a little bit from Long Halloween. Um, and I assume that once we saw Catwoman, <clears throat> excuse me, in the mask instead of, you know, because obviously this is somewhat of her origin a little bit. Um, but Long Halloween is a very interesting story to take from, especially knowing that there's no Joker, as far as we know, in this, uh, the Batman movie. Um, so, I mean, I know a lot of people <clears throat> were theorizing that the, the gang with the face paint might be Joker's, uh, Joker's gang, uh, you know, Joker early on. Um, I don't know. I don't necessarily subscribe to that, but I am curious as to why the face paint. Um, so obviously we'll, we'll figure that out later, but AJ, your thoughts on the long Halloween trailer. 
you're muted. You're muted. I mean, it's a trailer. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good or it wasn't bad for me at all. Um, it felt like any other DC animated trailer from either Rebirth or New 52. Mm. Uh, I, I've just never been excited for these DC animated movies since I'll probably say Under the Red Hood. Maybe a look, probably one after that too, but that's the one I can remember right now. Uh, <laughs> I know, I, I know you're disappointed. You're disappointed in me, but Very. Th this this is. I'm excited for the storyline to be animated, but there's nothing just doing it for me. Um, I'm there's nothing unique about this um, art style of DC. There's nothing that catches my eye, um, but. I'm going to watch it because I'm a DC fan and I am going to review it. You probably won't like my review, but hopefully, hopefully, hey, hopefully it's good. And I'll, I'll, I'll even go on air and tell Ju Juwan and everybody, this is probably the best movie ever created and all of that. But right now I'm not that excited for it. Yeah. All right. Cause you know, my problem with you when it comes to DC animation, AJ, <laughs> um, almost making me lose friends because of your opinion. All right, our next topic up is top five all-time DC animated movies. We, of course, can assume none of AJ's comes from the New 52. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'm going to give my list first. I don't want to throw anybody out there. I'm going to give mine first in no particular order. I'm going Superman, Batman, Apocalypse, I'm going Public Enemies. <clears throat> I'm going Green Lantern. Uh, I think it's Emerald Knight. I, th I think it's Emerald Knight that I'm thinking of. Um, actually, let me be specific. Let me find out. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm going to go Emerald Knights. I'm also going to go, so let me see. Public Enemies. <sighs> God damn, this is so difficult. Uh, um, <laughs> I had a list, but now I'm looking at a longer list and I'm like oh no I forgot about that um ah public enemies assault just go with your list just go with your list okay all right I'm gonna just go with my list then uh assault on Arkham uh public enemies uh, is this in order no no okay no, no order um Batman uh Superman Batman Apocalypse I'm gonna go Batman versus Robin and then that fifth one, I'm going to go Flashpoint Paradox. Ooh. And I know originally I said Green Lantern was on that list, but I, this is tough. This is really tough. I feel as though DC Animation is like 30 deep. Um, they just, just, I can't find a bad one on this list. I mean, I find, I, I see ones that I didn't necessarily love as, as much as others. But to me, there's not a bad one here. Not a bad one here. Um, geez, and I know before we finish this topic, I'm gonna change my mind again. Shikaya, I'm gonna go to you. What is your top five? Okay, mine's in no order as well. So, Flashpoint Paradox, okay. Um, Batman Under the Red Hood, okay. Um, Justice League Apocalypse War, I think that was the last one in the Damn, people yeah. love that movie, huh? Only AJ disliked it. <laughs> Um, what was that? Was that three? Okay, yeah, three. And then um, Batman Assault on Arkham and Justice League versus Teen Titans. Okay. I like yeah. that. I like that. 
I like that a lot. Assault on Arkham was, I'll never understand. The Suicide Squad movie had the blueprint. It had the mm-hmm. exact yeah, it really did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they were just like, nope, we're going to swerve. And then I, I think what bothered me the most was the cast was so similar to that cast. And it was just mm-hmm. like, I don't get it. Why? Just use it. It's right there. It's literally right there. Um, so I'll, I'll never understand that. And if I ever get to interview David Ayer, regardless of what his cut is, I can almost guarantee it's not assault, assault on Arkham. And that will always be my issue. Um, because just do that. Just copy it. Literally, word for word, scene for scene, just copy that. And I guarantee you, would have been a box office smash. Would have made like a billion dollars. Um, especially seeing Batman towards the end, like actually having to fight some of these Suicide Squad members. I mean, talk about a cash cow. Um, Flashpoint, to me, Flashpoint Paradox is a must. It's just, it's so beautiful. Um, It's very well done. I even liked, (laughs) I think they did it in the comic too. I even liked it how when Barry does reverse time and goes back and sees his mom for the first time, um, she catches him off guard with um, what she's like, do you got, I'm paraphrasing. She's like, do you got a date or something? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, are, are you nervous because, like, you're gay? And he's like, whoa, whoa what? <laughs> like, it's okay, it's okay. And he's just like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, what did I do? Um, so that was, like, his first little nugget of, like, I changed something. Like, <laughs> something is not right here. Um, but, yeah, that movie was very well done. And I loved how Flashpoint is capsulated in Apocalypse War. Um, it's essentially him going back again. And it's now how we have whatever the new animation is. That'll be the new world that he reset. One hey, time. let's reset it again. I, look, AJ, look, you, you won't get any argument from me about them resetting this universe uh, twice or three times, technically. The same way, too. Yeah. Hey, look, no <laughs> arguments from me. No arguments about that. But Again, no disrespect to Apocalypse War, AJ. No disrespect from you. Um, I went back and rewatched it because Joel was telling me that I sided with you about Apocalypse War. So I was just like, really? I'm like, all right. I I never remember that. So I'm like, okay, let me go back and rewatch it. And I'm like, this is pretty good. It's not as good as it could have been. But it wasn't bad. And I remember you, AJ, you... I mean, you took full dump on that movie. You you gave it no reprieve whatsoever. Um, so I went back and I'm like, nah, it's 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 really good. So Shekinah, I am glad that you put it on the list. Um, our good friend Ernie Altbackers who wrote it. Um, so that you know that always warms my heart. Ernie getting some love out here. Um, but AJ, what is your list? And it better be a good one. And it better have okay. one new fifty two on it. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I saw an Arkham Under the Red Hood it's number two Um, Doomsday the Superman Doomsday the old one Uh, Flashpoint Paradox and then Dark Knight Returns 1 and 2 I'm counting them as one I'm counting them as one I want to add those the only reason why I can't is Actually, I wanna I wanna um, replace one. Actually, I wanna replace Doomsday. Oh crap! What was I gonna replace it with? Now I forgot. All right, go on. 
I forgot what I was going to replace it with. Um, I really was hoping that when Zach killed Robin, that we were going to get Carrie Kelly. Um, and there were all these rumors of who Carrie Kelly was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, there was rumors that she was going to be in BVS and whatnot. And I was really disappointed that he didn't, he didn't give us Carrie Kelly. So it makes me now look at those animated movies a lot differently now. Um, Cause I know that society will never give us Carrie Kelly. So, you know, it, it makes me look back on it. Like the most underrated Robin. Terrible. I can't say that. I can't, I think the most underrated Robin is easily the Robin everyone forgets about. It's Tim Drake. No one, yeah. no, if you ask anybody, no one will ever mention the name Tim Drake because he is easily the forgotten son. And the, Absolutely. Funniest, the funniest thing about Tim Drake, the most like Bruce out of all of them. Oh, I remember what the one I wanted to replace it. It was um, Batman Beyond, and I wanted to replace it with um, Doomsday. Ooh. You know how I feel about Batman Beyond. Yeah, Batman Beyond was amazing. I love that movie. Okay. All right, I respect it. I, am, I, I will never be a fan of that. Um... Batman Beyond is why people today are like, yeah, just make Bruce 90 and then bring in Terry. It's like, yeah. you've not had a Bruce Wayne done properly yet, and you're already trying to make him 90 years old? Ah. But anyway, um, yeah, Tim Drake is easily the most forgotten Robin. The only reason why I don't count Carrie Kelly, <clears throat> she wasn't in enough comics of Batman's besides just that specific run. Um, so it's like, if people do forget about her, it's, it's clear why she was only used in one run, but Tim Drake is used numerous times. Tim Drake was one of the, uh, was used to introduce Batwoman uh, and people still forget that he exists. Yeah. Even you did. Shame. Terrible. I didn't forget Tim Drake. You were like the third Robin. What was his name? He did. He oh. did. Earlier. Yeah. I couldn't, uh-huh. I couldn't remember his name. I didn't forget that he existed. There's a difference. But I will say that um, the one thing I've always loved about Tim Drake is the idea that he is the most like Bruce than any of Bruce's kids. Well, I, I'll argue. I'll argue against that. Um, yes, he's more, more like Bruce when it comes to being a detective. Nope, that's not even what I mean. That's not even what I mean. All right, go on. on, Everything about Tim Drake is Bruce. Like, think about, all right, here's here's the best example I can give you. What caught his eye about Dick Grayson was the uh, athleticism. He knew Mm -hmm. nothing else about Dick Grayson. The athleticism and kind of seeing that Dick went through what he went through. Mm -hmm. That's what caught his eye, right? Jason Todd stealing the wheels off of his Batmobile. That impressed him. Damien was his legit blood. So there's nothing that impressed him. It was his actual son. Tim Drake was the only one that impressed Bruce with the exact skill set that Bruce has. The intelligence, the athleticism, uh, the heart, everything about Tim Drake, he had to showcase in order to impress Bruce. Everybody else was either tragedy or you were my actual child. So I'm like, Tim Drake had had to get it from the mud, as the kids say. Um, so to me, Tim Drake, and that's why when Bruce looks at him, it's just like, why couldn't you be my son? Why did I have to get Damien? Like, you are my son. <laughs> um, so I do believe that if Damien was grown, Tim Drake was grown, Dick was grown, and they were all around the same age, and he had to pick a successor, it would be Tim Drake over Dick and, and Damien. Um, or, or even, you know, Batgirl to necessarily replace him as a symbol. Um, but to me, Tim Drake. 
but AJ, you, you can speak more to why you disagree to that. But I just wanted to finish. No, actually, I, I, I didn't know how far you were going to go get, get into it. But, yeah, I do agree with that. I agree. So, huge shout out to Tim Drake. Shout out to Titans for finding a way to give us, in the course of three seasons, three Robins. Um, I can only imagine what a fourth season will do. That they're just Titans is the reason why we need a Robin in the movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weren't they going to do a Nightwing movie? Or was that something that was a rumor? No, I actually spoke to the guy who was uh, attached to direct it. Um, he was the one who directed Lego Batman. Um, last time I spoke to him, he said it was completely scrapped. Um, oh, it, wow. It went from a movie to him and Titans. Um, wow. Yeah, so they completely scrapped it. So I don't think we'll get a Nightwing movie till we get a established Batman. Uh, it's very likely. I heard rumors... Timothy Chalamet is Dick Grayson in Robert oh, Batman world. Um, I don't, I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't even think Timothy Chalamet would want to be a Robin. Um, see why not? Well, to me, if I'm Timothy Chalamet, I think I'm an A-list actor. I don't want to be Robert Pattinson's sidekick. Yeah, this um, is about the A-list. Okay, yeah. So the only way I would agree to it if I'm Tim- Timothy Chalamet is if you're starting me off as Nightwing um not obviously you know not any form of a robin uh and i am very largely against getting a older robin i would like my robin to be around 16 17 years old um you know because to me it's it's we already got a robin and he was 34 (laughs) so i'm like i would like i don't need a 10 year old robin but i would like a young one you know someone that bruce is actually raising but if Robin is already around the same age as Bruce, it's kind of just like, well, you're Nightwing. Like, you're not. You're well, not- we can always start start him off as, like, leaving Batman. We don't have to start him off as, like, him being his sidekick right now. We can just always. Like what the um, Titans season one did. They didn't give us Robin. Um, Robin. Right. But that, that's my problem. He was an older Dick Grayson. It was never. Like, he was. It's not like we saw Brenton at like 16, 17, and then it's the progression. He was already in his 20s. So mm-hmm. it's like we're, we're getting a year two Batman, right, for the Batman movie. And you're telling me there's already a Robin that's already been there and he's now old. It just it, it wouldn't work out the, the best. So it's like either don't do Robin or just have him younger, you know, or hell, give me a young Tim Drake. If you want to go straight to Tim Drake, I would hate it because to me, I like order. I like Grayson, have him evolve, then um, then Damien, or before Damien, Batgirl, then Damien, then Tim, and then Batwoman. Um, but Shekinah, how do you look at it? Do, do you look at it to where it's like, you want a Robin? How do you view Tim Drake? Like, like how do you view the Robin situation um, going forward in, in, in the live action? Um, like you said, ideally, we want to see a Robin that Batman raises because the last Robin we saw was an old man in the movie. So like we'd want, we'd want the progression. We want to see that because we haven't seen it. But I think I love Batman as I said. But like I'm just I think I'm just over anything Batman at the minute. So this is just <laughs> I know Joanne, you love Batman, but like as much as it would be nice to have a Robin, I feel like as you said though, it would be nice to have an established Batman first before we even think about placing a Robin in and doing the whole progression thing. So that's how I feel. Yeah, and, and you know what? I said this to uh, shout out to Trayvon, um, nerd with the tech. I said this to Trayvon. I said, I find it funny, right? Because I assume all of us are 
under 30 or around 30, right? Um, so 55. would you say, AJ? I'm 55. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're barely 20. Um, what, what I find funny about people's fatigue in Batman is technically, um, if you're under 30, you've only had one Batman and it's, it's been the Nolan trilogy. So the fatigue of Batman comes from the, uh, the constant cartoons, the comics, the live action. But what I find funny about people's fatigue in Batman is no one has that same feeling about Spider-Man. Knowing that through history, it's been just as much, right? Now, we haven't had as many Spider-Man movies as we have Batman, but I'm only speaking about from anyone born from the 90s to now. And technically, Batman the Animated Series, Spider-Man the Animated Series. Batman had three series, three or four series between the 90s and now. Spider-Man has had numerous series between the 90s and now. And then you go, Spider-Man has had, once the Spider-Man movie comes out this year, has had three full movie arcs, right? You had the Tobys, you had the Andrews, and now you've had the the Tom Hollands. So I'm like, no one ever looks at Spider-Man and goes, damn, I'm really tired. Now we're getting miles. Like, I'm tired of Spider-Man. But they always coming for my boy Batman. It's always I'm sick of Batman. The difference, Batman. I think, I think the difference between that is because more people like Spider Man. There's Spider Man movies more so than the Batman movies. Like you did have the trilogy, Christopher Nolan trilogy that m- most people did like. But other than that, not many people were like a big fan of the Batman content that were getting outside of the comics. Unlike Spider Man, where more people like the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. A lot of people like Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. And so many people love um, Tom Holland Spider-Man as well. So I think it's it depends on the likability of how each content is perceived. Fair. Uh, Shikana, do you, do you feel the same way as AJ? I agree. Batman gets slandered every day on my Twitter. So I feel like I'm tired <laughs> I don't want anything else related to Batman because they will, I can't defend him anymore. I think it's more me tired of defending Batman. It's like, there's no more, there's no more because I can't handle it anymore. What I'm tired of is every time Batman's casted, oh, it's a terrible casting, terrible casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I hate that so much. And then once they watch it, like, oh, that's my Batman. That's my Batman. I, was like, oh, I tell you what, <sighs> I, I bought armor and I keep it polished and ready to defend my Batman. Uh, whenever it whenever it's needed, but no, I just I, I just found it I just found it funny because when you looked at, through the parallels, everything Batman's been doing since the '90s is exactly what Spider-Man's been doing. Like, think about it: if you're Marvel, the only Marvel games really like big Marvel games. I'm not talking about uh, Ultimate Alliance and stuff like that. The new Avengers game, Spider-Man's been their biggest their biggest thing. Yeah. Spider-Man's had consistent games from the '90s all the way to now. Batman, same thing. Um, so I'm like, I'm like, you know, Spider-Man is essentially Marvel's Batman. It's the guy that makes them the most money that they use the most. And no one ever expresses fatigue in Spider-Man. Um, so I just thought that was interesting because I'm like, they just coming for my boy. But anyway, all right, let's move on. So we got our animated list done. I like it. I don't have any disagreements with, with anyone's picks. I don't like that AJ doesn't have any new 52 in there. Um, but I'll get over it. Uh, my list is vastly superior to both of you guys, but Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't, I, don't that. I mean, hey, the I'm Dark Knight Returns beats everything on anybody's list, so no, no, yes, yes, oh. 
And then you got Batman Beyond, which beats everything on everybody's list as well. AJ, they made Joker Tim Drake. That was the Greatness. stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was a nice reveal to me. I loved it. it. Was the stu- so I wait, so hold on. It, it was right, Joker on. Jr., not Joker. It was Joker Jr. There's a small beef between me and AJ. So wait a second. So <laughs> when, when Ernie and James decided to switch up the Hush storyline and make and make uh and make Hush different than what he was in the comics. You hated that. I did hate it. But I, I, did we get a Joker Jr.? It's Tim Drake, and you loved it. Yeah. Make it make Joker Jr. is different from Joker. I'm just saying that. Oh my god. I remember sitting there going, I don't even know what hate is, and I think this is like the stupidest thing ever. <laughs> like this is just it's so <laughs> stupid. Why? Just bring back Joker if you're going to go through all that. You didn't make it Tim Dr- I'm like, that That was so idiotic. It made sense for the storyline that was presented to us. You're right, because I thought Batman Beyond was stupid. So yeah, that, that reveal was just as stupid as the concept of Batman Beyond. You're absolutely right. It goes hand in hand. You're right. Um, but no, all jokes, aside, all jokes aside, like I said, there's not one DC animated movie that I did not like. Um, there were parts of the Batman Beyond movie that I, I really did enjoy. Um, and the Dark Knight Returns is how we got Ben Affleck. So I'll always be thankful for, for Frank Miller and, and the idea of that comic. Um, but yeah, Superior? No. You originally had Doomsday on there. Doomsday's Under not- the Red Hood is vastly superior. But everybody put that on their list, though. Exactly. exactly. I put <laughs> the Red Hood on my list. I think it's Yeah, because you, your list is terrible. I think that movie is <laughs> Your list is terrible. It's grossly overrated. Um... I really do. And then it doubled down with the, you remember the, uh, the updated version they released? Where you yeah, know? I didn't, I, I chose to. I'm watching that. You know, and I'm yeah. just like, I'm remembering all the reasons why I think it's, it's, it's a little overrated. I'm just like, it's not, it's not that great. It doesn't hold up. It really doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, ha- wait, before I go for it, uh, have you gone back and rewatched it? I haven't rewatched it in a while. This is just based off my, my memory when I watched it. So that's why I was just going straight out with it. Right. I would definitely, I would definitely like to hear your opinion once you rewatch it at whatever point you rewatch it and see if okay. you feel it strongly. Um, because I went back and I'm just like, mm, no, I don't think this is better than um, Son of Batman or Batman v Robin. I really don't. I really don't. To be honest, um, with those two movies, I can't tell the difference. What do you mean? I, I, they, every time I think of those two movies, they, they just like mold in my mind. I can't like distinguish the two. It's sort of like the Saw, it's sort of like the Saw movies with me. And like, I can't, I don't know which one is one, which one is two, which one is three. <laughs> oh my gosh, AJ. Every time you talk, it just, ah, uh, there's huge differences between each of the Saw movies, just like, Son of mm, Batman is they're, they're, they're the same movies, but they're not the same movies, not even not anyway. <laughs> you're not gonna have me curse on this show, AJ. You're getting me there, but you're not gonna have me curse. I'm gonna get you there by the end of the episode. You're gonna try. You re- you're close. You are close. Um, but all right, let's move into live action movies. Top five DC live action movies. Uh, again, I'm gonna start off. I'm going Man of Steel. I'm going Aqua. Mm-hmm. I'm going Snyder Cut. I'm going BVS. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Fifth one. I am going to go Dark Knight Rises. I am going to go Dark Knight Rises. That is possibly one of the most quotable comic book movies in history. Um, in my opinion. I- I'm not saying that factually. Just, just purely in my opinion. Um, I loved Bane. I really did. And I know a lot of people are like, well, that's not the comic accurate Bane. Well, I would tell people you got a comic accurate Bane and the Tim Burton, not the Tim Burton movies. Those were the Joe Schumacher movies. And how did you like that Bane? You didn't, right? So there you go. Um, but to me, that's why you need to go with the Tom King's um, Bane because that one was. I don't disagree. I, oh. I personally prefer my Bane to be Hispanic and a luchador. Um, I prefer. But he's also smart. He's smart and. In yeah. terms of ability, martial arts abilities, as sure. good as Batman. And I mean, breaking Batman's back is not easy to do unless you are smart and you have the abilities to do so. Uh, it's why no one else has been able to do that same exact thing. Um, but yeah, The Dark Knight Rises to me is very, very, very much up there. And it's crazy because it has nothing to do with Batman. It's the most hated I've ever felt for Batman. Um, Batman retiring? Stupid. Batman leaving the Batman Empire to uh, to Dick, stupid. All of that was stu- running away with Catwoman and Alfred, stupid. Um, I hated everything about that. Like it just, oh, it made me so angry <laughs> watching Batman throughout that movie. But Bane, Chef's kiss. Love what Tom Hardy did with that. Um, so that's my top five. Yeah, I don't. There's not many good DC movies enough for me to even move that around. Um, <laughs> I'm disappointed in one pick you haven't chose yet. What's that pick? Um, I, I'm a, I'm not going to say it until my list is up. Oh, okay. Then, Shekinah, I'm going to go to you next. Uh, what's your okay. About? Um, I'm going to go with Snyder Cut, Man of Steel, Dark Knight, Todd Phillips' Joker, and... Maybe I'll get slandered for this one, but um, Michael Keaton's Batman Returns. I don't know why you. I don't know why anyone would have anything bad to say about that. Uh, that I don't even. I want to say Kravitz will come close, but I don't think anyone in the history of live action will ever come anywhere near Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. Facts. Um, Facts. Oh! Sorry. We'll Thanks see. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. <laughs> That's all I say. We'll see about that. Holly, that Holly Berry thing was so bad. Like I remember, I remember after yeah. I saw that, I went back and and read like a million Catwoman comics, to even come up with where they came up with this story from. And when Just I erased it from your mind, yeah, it doesn't exist. That's the thing, though. That, <laughs> it's not based off of anything from the comics. It was just like, what are we doing here? Like I'm like, you could have went the mafia route. And I would have appreciated that a lot more. And it's just like cosmetics. And I'm like, oh my goodness. 
the only good thing about that was that was prime Holly Berry. That was around Gothica. Like that was that was really good Holly Berry. Outside of that, it was just like, please throw that whole thing in the garbage. But well, uh, we'll see how Zoe Kravitz does as Catwoman. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this now. Michelle Pfeiffer, that that's a high, that's a high bar. A really yeah. high bar. Um, her doing the backflips into Batman. Um her with just like licking her her hand like it's a paw. There's just so much about Michelle Pfeiffer that is just like, I don't know. I, I don't know if anything can come close. I, I love your list. Um, I always say, and I know people are tired of hearing me say it, the Dark Knight trilogy uh, is really great movies, just horrible Batman movies. Yeah. Um, so that's how- That's I'll one thing we do agree on. And AJ, you know how much slander I get for that? I so much slander for saying they're phenomenal movies, but they're just not good Batman movies. Like nothing about how Nolan went about Batman or his world was accurate to Batman or his world. And everyone always takes that as, well, that's you saying they're bad movies. I did not say that. I acknowledge that they're really top-notch movies, just not good Batman movies. I think that's fair to say, right, AJ? Yeah, I agree with that. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, Shekinah, I want to ask you, do you kind of see it that way or do you think it's blasphemy? Um, <laughs> I don't think it's blasphemy. <laughs> I don't think it's blasphemy at all. I mean, it, it, to me, Batman retiring, Batman not wanting to be Batman. It's just all of that was just like, that's, that's not like how people feel about uh, Captain America right now is how I yeah. felt about that Batman. I would, I, I would say what you mean. Yeah, I was hashtagging back then, like, hashtag, this is not my Batman. He wants to retire? He wants a 401k? He wants a picket fence? I'm like, I don't know who this is. Like, I don't know what I'm watching. Um, and then I love how Christopher Nolan's like, I don't ever want to do Robin. And then he ends the movie with her going, you should go by your, your actual name, Dick. And I'm just like, oh, that was so lame. That was His actual name was Robin. Wasn't it? Wasn't oh it? my God, you're right. His actual name was Robin. Yeah. Worse. <laughs> oh man, I can't tell you. I was swinging at the air when I left the theater <laughs> after saying that. I was just like, what did I just sit through? Like, what was this? Uh, and I hated those suits. Those were the worst Batman suits. He didn't know how to fight. It was just, ugh. Ah, There's a lot to hate about it. Oh man. Unlimited list of things to hate about that, but anyway, I'm going to you, AJ. Your list, and then what you were going to say about what, what I was saying. Well, what you were supposed to say was Man of Steel, but you didn't say Man of Steel. I did. Man of Steel was did the one I said. Yeah, it was Man of Steel than Aquaman. Oh, okay. Never mind then. All right. Um, I was about to say. Hold on now. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Man of Steel, then Wonder Woman, uh, Joker, uh, V for Vendetta, and then. Oh, yes. V for Vendetta. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with the Watchmen live action series. Can we do that? It's, it's live action and it's DC content. It is live action. If, if not, then I'm going to go Dark Knight. Just because I don't want you to do Dark Knight, I'll count it. Okay. Watchmen <laughs> is. is that wrong of me to say? No. Um, I think Watchmen is better anyway. Yeah, and weirdly enough, it was somehow better than the movie. So much better. 
Yeah. I agree. I agree. So much better. Yeah. So I'm like, I didn't even think that was possible. I thought that was, I, I still think that's Zach's greatest work. Is uh, for me, it's Man of Steel. That's Zach's greatest work right there. Man of Steel. Man of Steel. I, I, I don't necessarily, part of me doesn't disagree with you at all, but Watchmen was not only visually stunning, it was the idea that they were able to do stuff that you can't do with comic book movies. Um, like, I think without Watchmen, we don't have Logan. Um, you know, and I know some people will say, well, V for Vendetta kind of laid that groundwork. I won't disagree, but V for Vendetta didn't do half of, of the stuff that those two movies did um, because it couldn't. So to me, Watchmen was just like, what am I watching here? Um, but yeah, so I, oh, okay, yeah, all right, I, I'm with you on that. Um, so we got we got a live action down pack. I think we all feel good about our live action picks there. Um, all right, now here's where we get interesting before we uh, before we wrap it up. Here's where we get interesting. I'm gonna end us on what can DC do to fix things. I think that's how we should end because I think that's gonna. Give me a bit of a headache. DC animate or DC live action? DC live action. DC okay. animation, AJ. Only you think they need to do anything to fix anything. They need a lot. <laughs> um, they, they, they have a lot of work on that. I would never disrespect animation. I'm not disrespecting it. It just needs a lot of work. Okay. It just needs a lot AJ, of work. Their new 52 line was about like 10 movies deep. So you're wiping away 10 movies <sighs> saying... I don't really have a problem with it. What? That's the majority of their movies. It's, it's the, it's the, <laughs> anyway. Um, that's a lot of work. We will okay. talk about that at, at a different point because <laughs> your disrespect is. <laughs> anyway, I want to go with what upcoming DC project are you most excited for? Uh, now, when I say this, it has to be a project that has been announced. Um, not a speculation, Ooh, okay. not a theory. It has to be something. And again, it doesn't have to have a date like Zatanna. Doesn't have a date, but it's been announced. Supergirl has been announced. So you can use any of those properties, but it can't be something in theory. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to go Blue Beetle. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. Shekinah, I said this on the show. Blue Beetle is who should have been in the Justice League instead of Cyborg. You did Uh, say that, yeah. Yeah, Cyborg is just, he's not a popular character. It's why they put him in everything to try to get him to become popular. Uh, It's why he's been in all the wrong teams. He's in Doom Patrol. Don't know why. He's in Justice League. I hate, um, what's his name? Uh, God, I completely forgot his name. He created Stargirl. Um, Blanking on his name. Completely blanking on his name. But anyway, when he created the New 52, his run had Cyborg part of the Justice League. And I remember sitting there going, Martian Manhunter, you could make Black if Black is the reason why you're putting Cyborg here. Like, <laughs> why is he here? He's a Teen Titan. Why? Why? Um, so, but Blue Beetle to me is a way better Cyborg on a million different levels. Um, and we don't have Hispanic representation. We need it. We really do. Um, we're starting to crack, uh, you know, crack into black representation being um, normalized. So it's like the next step is Hispanic because there's legit nothing out there. Uh, it's like bone dry. Uh, it's why Supergirl, <laughs> why that was such a big deal. Um, and, and, you know, I, I love that they decided to do that because I'm sure there was some pushback in that studio for that decision. I, I, I can almost guarantee it. 
Um, because <laughs> I'm sure that studio was just like, whoa, hold on, hold on, hold on. We just got a call from JJ that he wants Superman to be black. You now mm. want the girl to be Hispanic. I don't know if I can do both these things. <laughs> like, you gotta have to relax here. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if JJ Superman actually is black because that will be a bright day for the uh, for the studio. Uh, that'll be a really, really, really bright day for them. Um, but yeah, Blue Beetle is what I'm going with. Can't wait. Um, it is my most anticipated. Obviously, AJ, uh, Shikana, you guys know Batman is is up there for me. Nothing will mm-hmm. come close to that. So I'm thinking more realistically, and that's Blue Beetle. Um, so I cannot wait for that project. And I hope it's an all Hispanic uh, crew, director, cast. Let's 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 get it going, you know. Um, so Blue Beetle is what I'm going with. Shekinah, what, what are you going with? Um, I want to uh, see Black Adam, and it's just because I need to see that The Rock has range. I feel like he plays the same role over and yeah. over again. I so agree. I want to see if he can really tap in and like give us a good performance. Okay. I'm also really excited to see Hawkman because the one we had on the CW was kind of trash. So we need like a, yeah. a something new. And Dr. Fate as well. I'm really excited to see Dr. Fate as well. Yeah. In that I, movie, yeah. I'm going to agree with you because I, I think the biggest problem the, the Rock has is um, we as a society have only wanted The Rock to be exactly who he is. It's kind of like whenever you watch Seth Rogen. It's kind of like whenever you watch Jack Black. Um, we as a society have made it to where it's like, we only want to see you be that. Um, so I'm curious, do we get Black Adam or do we get The Rock? Uh, it, it's yeah. why it confused me when he wanted to be Black Adam. I was just like, really? John Stewart, I could have understood, but Black Adam? Like, all right. Um, so they begin filming today. So um, hopefully we get to see what some of them look like in their costumes. Um yeah, I mean, this is this is definitely high up there for me because this is make or break. Um, because to me, you did you're now doing two Shazam movies where the main villain is not Black Adam. Never thought that could work. You're now doing a full Black Adam movie where there is no Shazam. Um, so I'm like, okay, how much longer can both these franchises go without the two of them uh, facing off against each other? Um, I, I really do think if Black Adam 2 wants to be successful, it should be Black Adam versus Shazam versus Superman. Um, it, it's a way to sell to sell yourself on so many different levels, on Superman fans, on the idea of Black Adam versus Shazam. Um, I do think that the same way we want Carnage versus Venom versus Spider-Man, I think, I think we deserve Superman, Black Adam, and, and Shazam. Um, so I'm with you on that pick. Black Adam should be up there. And seeing the J, is it the JSA? Yeah, the JSA. Um, that's huge. That is huge. Um, and I can't wait to see how that kind of spills into maybe the flash down the road, seeing Jay Garrick at some point. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested in that. And uh, Hodges, who's playing Hawkman. Um, oh, excited for that. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that, how that looks. I mean, Pierce Brosman, I mean, when they announced that, I was just like, oh, I mean, come on. You can't get any better than that. That's going to be an amazing casting. Um, but Hodges is the one that I'm most I'm most excited about. Um, so, yeah, really good pick. Love that. Uh, AJ, what are you going with? What's your most anticipated? Well, mine is the Batman, but since that's cheating as well, um, I'm going to go Static Shock. 
Uh, I, I always love the comics of Static Shock. I love the animated series of Static Shock. We should get another one, by the way. Um, and we're getting a good writer. We are. So that's a good thing to see right now. I think his name is uh, Randy McKinnon. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, right now, there's a Static Shock comic that's com- coming out soon that is definitely very updated. It's going to be updated a lot. So I can't wait to see that, see how that looks. So, yeah, Static Shock is my choice. I like it. I, I remember saying... Um, when I sat down with Chris Williams, I remember asking him, were we going to get static in Black Lightning? And he goes, well, there's been, you know, there's been some conversations, you know, mentioning his name uh, behind the scenes. And I'm like, okay, because I have a fear that if Black Lightning doesn't introduce Static Shock, we'll never see Static Shock. Um, So I love that Michael B. Jordan came out and was just like, no, y'all going to get this static. Um, (laughs) I, I love it. You know, I remember fan casting Static Shock had to be six or seven years ago, uh, where I based it off of the cartoon where I had Donald Glover as Static and Michael Sarah as his friend. Um, and I was going to kind of make it like this uh, semi-comedy kind of superhero movie. Um, and I was like, that would have that would have done amazing. Things. It would have been ahead of its time. Um so, yeah, so I, I remember hearing when um, there was possibility they were going to cancel Black Lightning. I was like, shit, I've heard nothing about Static Shock. We're never going to get Static Shock. And then, boom, Michael B. Jordan's like, wait a minute. I got y'all. Don't worry. Um, my only concern is AJ's, I told you this before, what is it part of? If, if it's a one-off, I'm not interested. I, I'm really not um, because I need my Static Shock to be connected to something. I told you there was. Go ahead. I'm sorry. For me, uh, I I do want to connect it, and that's why I've been thinking that they're gonna create us a young justice. They're they're gonna slowly create us a young justice um, movie with uh, Static Shock, Blue Beetle, uh, whether it's uh, Zatanna or whoever. I think we're. I think that's where they're headed. It's a young justice movie or just series or whatever. That, that's what I believe, at least. Or at least hope. Well, to me, like I, like I was saying, my biggest thing that I was looking forward to was Super. how shocking it would be to see um, John David Washington as the end credit scene show up to Static Shock as Black Lightning. And it's like, that would shake everyone to their... Like, oh my God, we're going to get like a Black Lightning movie. John David Washington is, is the lead. We could see Static kind of be like his protege. Um, I want them to build stuff like that, you know? And if it's not part of something, it's like, I'm really kind of just wasting my energy here. Like, all right, it was, it's like watching the Joker movie to where when it ends, you're kind of like, damn, I would have liked that Joker to have been a part of something. But knowing that it's a one-off, you kind of look at it and you go, eh, all right, whatever, moving on. I don't want to do that anymore. I need it. I need everything to connect to something. So if it doesn't, I'm not, that's why I'm not really interested with JJ's doing with his Superman. Cause like, even if you do do a black Superman, if that's not the main continuity Superman, I'm not interested. It's a one-off. It's essentially telling me, Hey, this is it. Enjoy it. That's it. I have no interest in that. Connect things. Um, all right. So to end this out, we're going to the topic that, like I said, I know AJ will stress me out about and it is what can DC do to fix their live action movie universe? 
Shekinah, we, we talked about this. Uh, you know where I stand on this. Reboot it all. Reboot it all. Reboot it all. Reboot it all. I don't care about Momoa. I don't care about Cadeau. Does not matter to me. Reboot it or soft reboot it. Just do a soft reboot where they both get their, they get their second and third movies and you're just putting in Batman. You're putting in a new Superman if you want. Um, but what they're doing now, which is essentially throwing things at the wall to see what sticks and then whatever the fans and the media say that they like, they'll go with, is the most backwards mentality to have for building a universe. Just reboot it, man. Just reboot it. Start from scratch. That's it. Start from scratch. Build your origin movies. Um, and then build your team-up movies. And then expand outside of your main Justice League uh, characters. That's when you can bring in Static. You can bring in Supergirl. Um, but you telling me you're working on a Supergirl movie, and I don't even know who her Superman is, is the most frustrating thing ever. It's like, where did she come from? Like, like is, is she... Is she Henry Cavill's Supergirl? Because Zach had always alluded to the fact that Supergirl was out there. So it's like, or is this just purely uh, Flash's, like what Flash creates when he does when he goes back in time? So I don't know. But I don't like anything that doesn't stick, anything that's not a part of each other. Uh, Shekinah, I'll go to you first. What are some of the things you think they can do to fix their movie universe? In an ideal world, I would have wanted them to have like the Marvel setup where like Disney has like them as their own separate studio. So it'd literally be DC Studios and they're the only ones that can do DC movies. You know what I'm saying? I would have preferred that where they're completely in control. But going forward, I don't want to say reboot because we, we've seen like the Snyder Cut, like we know what we could potentially have. And no, I honestly, I've, I've been thinking about it for so long. It's because, like, everything is so up in the air. Like, Henry Cavill isn't even, like, confirmed to do another film. The fact that you just said about Supergirl and, like, we don't even know who Supergirl she is attached to. So much isn't right. And I don't like the fact that they're going forward with just throw out whatever they can and see if it sticks. Because it doesn't make sense. You have everything connected and they'll get angry again if things don't work out. And it's like, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over again and expect change. Yep. So I guess maybe a soft reboot might actually be the answer just like let everyone else get their sequels and then just keep pushing on with the new story and then introduce everyone in slowly instead of rushing everything but i don't know ideal world they would have a separate studio and none of this would happen in the first place yeah i it just it it, it stresses me because they have the greatest ip in comic book uh in comic book history I don't care what anyone that's a Marvel fan says, your IP is not more mainstream than DC's. It's become more mainstream, but over its course of history, there was nothing touching Batman and Superman. Nothing. Nothing. Spider-Man was up there, but nowhere near Batman and Superman. So I'm like, you have the strongest IP, and you're failing. I don't understand that. It's like someone that has like the, the smartest brain but always fails their test. It's like, how does that even, how does that even make sense? Like, <laughs> you're smart. how do you, how do you, yeah. how are you failing? Um, so to me, I kind of look at it and I'm like, it's offensive to sit down in these movies and go, how do you mess this up? AJ, uh, you're my witness to this. I've, I, I said this before. I said that 
years ago when BVS and Civil War were coming out, I had said BVS was going to blow Civil War out the, out, out the water. It was going to generate yeah. more money. It was going to be the best thing we had ever seen. And I remember leaving BVS going, okay, okay, you know, this, okay, all right. Wasn't what I expected, but okay. And then I remember leaving Civil War and going, that's how you do it. That's that's how you <laughs> yeah it was a better version of Batman yeah. versus Superman. It, it was, was it was a better version, and they were the exact same movie to a degree, one which is mm. done better. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get how you keep failing these tests. So to me, it's like just reboot it all. Because to me, I'll tell you what, your fan base will never be more divided than it already is. Just won't. It won't. Nothing will ever make it more divided than it already is. So in my mind, to reboot it, yes, will you have all the all the people that are fans of Zach and what Zach built upset? Yes. But they're also going to be upset when you let them know that you have no interest in working with Zach uh, in this continuity any longer going forward. So it's like it, it's you have to at some point it's it's a battle you're going to have to fight. And at the end of the day, they're going to kick they're going to scream, but they're going to go see the movies that you put out anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. Like, it, it, it's to the point to where it's like, it's an inevitable battle. Just fight it now. That's why I'm like, you have to make a decision now. And that decision has to be, do I want to bring Zach back to do whatever? Or do I want to say, this is it. We appreciate it. We're glad you got to finish your, uh, you know, uh, your, your brainchild, but we no longer have any interest in working with you. To me, and I'm not saying that for forever, but as far as him being the spe- uh, the, the leader of what your continuity is going to be, it's a decision you have to make and you have to stick with it. Um, and unfortunately, right now, all they care about is money. And they're like, well, we don't want to shut the door on that in case we need to maybe revisit it and <laughs> people happy. And it's like, it's frustrating. It, it, it really, truly is. Someone needs to be able to make a decision and stick to it. Um, and I feel as though no one is. So in my opinion, reboot it all, burn it all down, rebuild from the ashes, and that's how we can get a continuity we can maybe one day be proud of. Oh, just saying that just feels just sickening. The idea that I can't be proud of what I'm seeing from them. Ugh. Anyway, AJ, what do you think they can do to fix things over in DC? Well... It's too late to do a reboot. It's too late to do a soft reboot since we're already getting sequels of many movies that's already happening. Uh, so for me, ideally, just expand on the expand on the multiverse idea that you guys are having right now. Like, um, for example, have one world we focus ideally. So the Zack Snyder stuff, you can keep on expanding that however you like. But in another area or earth you can expand on the matt reeves mythology for batman and include superman within that world and all that um that might be a little erratic a little crazy at first but i feel like if it's done right it can it it can be done it can be put in i feel like organically where it's, it's tough to say for um for me where we have different worlds and they're they have their own different continuity and all of that i feel like should work better of how things are happening right now 
within DC since everything is just all over the place. And like you said, they're just throwing movies left and right and seeing what sticks. Right. And if Static Shock happens to be good, build a world around Static Shock or just build something that has Static Shock in it. It doesn't have to be a part of the Zack Snyder or Matt Reeves stuff. It can be on another Earth, um, Earth or world or whatever. So just expand on the multi um, the multiverse idea that you've had for a little bit instead of just doing whatever. Yeah, what bothers me about that, AJ, is um, you know how I feel about the multiverse. I don't like it. I don't like it. The only reason I'm accepting it in Marvel is that it's a means to an end. It's something that they're going to close off relatively quick. They're not going to expand it outside of Doctor Strange. Um, so I'm like, okay, it's essentially one and done. You're doing it, and then boom, it's over. If the thing is that they don't have to connect all of the movies. It's just connecting within that one Earth or one world or one multiverse. Not everything around it has to be connected through it. So I know what you mean. So, okay, go on. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, so example, you have, you have the um, Marvel Universe, which is doing perfectly right now um and then dc just to say marlin dc um is different it's different earths different multiverses stuff like that so you have one focus on marvel one focusing on dc and i think you can have that concept just focusing on dc so you have one justice league um and one earth another justice league on another earth and it doesn't have to connect at all um I, it's hard for me to explain. No, I explain get what it. you're saying, but that's my exact problem. Don't do that. Don't do that. And w- when you were saying you think it's we're too far ahead to reboot, I don't. And I think the proof is in what they just did with, with uh, the Snyder Cut. Essentially, you're telling us that not only is that not your continuity of today, but essentially it was just like a one-off project. So I'm like, if we could see familiar faces and that story isn't canon, you could give Aquaman a second movie, Wonder Woman her third movie, and then collapse it all. Collapse it all. And if it's a soft reboot, you can bring back Momoa, Ezra, and Goodell if you want to. Um, All you're doing is essentially creating a narrative to where you could slide in Pattinson's Batman. Um, You could maybe change your, your, your Clark Kent, or your Superman, rather. Um, And then you could, you could build off of that. But if you're telling me I have to pay attention to the left, the right, up, down, you know, I, I'm I'm not interested in any of that. None of that. I grew up on Justice League Unlimited. Guess how many Earths they had in that show, AJ? One. That's all I want. That's it. One world. One Earth. One story. That's all I ask for. It's not the craziest thing to ask for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like someone going, I want... um. I want Galactus in the MCU now. That's crazy to ask for. But me asking you to give me one singular storyline that all blends together in one Earth, that's not that's not too much to ask for. So to me, it's their their issue is very solvable. The problem is once you go down this multi-Earth hole, there is no digging yourself out of it. Sure, could they collapse it all into one Earth? Absolutely. But by that point, you then create the narrative of which Superman am I choosing? Which Batman am I choosing? What Flash am I choosing? What Wonder Woman am I, am I choosing? What Supergirl am I choosing? And once you create that, 
it's it's going to be unbearable to dig yourself out of. Like if you make Michael B. Jordan Superman, and then you still have Henry. Hell no. Say it again. <laughs> I said hell no, hell no to that, hell no just, to that. <laughs> just using an example. I'm not even saying he has to be. Just using an example. If you, because that is a fan favorite to some people. Um, yeah. so if, you, if you do do that, and then you still have Henry Cavill sitting over there, you then are going to have the, the, the tension of some of your fan base is going to want whoever this new Superman is. The other half is going to want Henry Cavill. Just, yeah. just stop the bleeding now. Tell everybody you have no interest in bringing Henry Cavill back. The next time we see Superman, it'll be another one. It'll be the one that's replacing him. Get it over with now. But the longer you wait, the more toxic this DC fan base is going to become. And I, I, I'm a big Star Wars fan. I've seen toxic. And DC takes it to extremes I've never seen before. Um, <laughs> like, I don't think Disney would ever bend to the will of a um, Colin Trevero cut. Could you picture that, AJ? The, uh, no, Disney giving Colin Trevero money to make the Star Wars movie he wanted to before they, they parted. Never, never. But DC, because they're not established as a universe, they're a little rocky. They've been to the will of the fans. And it's like, that's a dangerous place to put yourself in. Very dangerous yeah. place. Because now they have no faith in them. Go ahead. Yeah, they have no faith in themselves. It's like with Disney, you have Star Wars and that. At least with them, they finished their Skywalker saga and all of that, even though it's just all over the place regardless. And I love the Skywalker saga. But they they know how they know how to get the fans' interest without listening to the fans. So with even though so many people are like, forget about Star Wars, it sucks, it's trash. The Mandalorian, wow, Star Wars is amazing again. And then we're getting a Soka, we're getting all of that. That is not because they're really like listening to their fans or, or bending bending to their will at least. Um, they're they're trying to figure out what what um IP, what characters are are gonna do a good job. And nobody asked for that um Din Jaren as the Mandalorian. Nobody asked for that. Yeah. And then everybody loves it. Um, uh, I, I will admit Obi Wan. I will admit Obi Wan and Ahsoka are fan favorites, and that's they're giving us that. So you, no one can say that they don't listen to the fans per se. But regardless, they they know how to cater to the fans without bending to their will. Unlike Warner Brothers in DC. Absolutely, and I, I think the biggest compliment I can give Lucasfilms over there is. They don't mind saying, I'll not make movies for a little while to maybe yeah. kind of reshuffle the deck to figure out what I want my continuity to be going forward. It's why the movies that they did announce might be more so one-offs. They're, they're not necessarily a world builder. Um, they have no problem going back to the, the drawing boards and kind of going, what works? Whatever does, let's stick with that. Let's ride that till we figure out a way to make other things work. It's why you didn't have a Star Wars movie between 03 in, in, uh, in what, 2012 or 2013, whenever Force Awakens came out? Um, because they don't mind taking a break, figuring out what works. So to me, it's like, if you're DC, your HBO Max stuff is working. 
to some people, me sort of, your CW universe is working. So it's like, and your animation is working. So it's like, if those are the things that are working, focus on that and you mm. wait until you have a concrete concept of what you want to do with your movies. And albeit, they're saying they do. I think they're full of it. I, I, I think they have no idea what they want to do. They just keep telling us, so we don't know that they have no idea what they want to do. Um, mm. But every time, <laughs> here's how I know they don't know what they're doing. They keep mentioning multiverse, right? How there's multiple yeah. Earths, multiple continuities. But then in the same breath, tell us they canceled or they shelved new gods to not have multiple dark sides. But you're about to give us multiple Batman, multiple Superman. But you're telling me multiple dark sides is where you draw the line. No, no, no. It'll confuse people. What? You don't know what you're doing. And it's okay. It's okay. But also the dark side that we just got is not it's it's not canon anymore anyway. So well, exactly. And I would assume the new gods movie is in the past, not the present. So it would be a different dark side regardless. It'd be a younger dark side. Mm -hmm. A younger dark side than the one that we saw. So I'm just like, they're full of it. Society sat back and watched a Joker in a standoff, in a standalone, and then watched Joker again, and not a near human being said, I'm confused, which is what dog, you gotta give you gotta give human beings more props. You really do. Either half of them don't care enough to, to be confused, or the other half can go, that's one actor, that's another actor. I get it. Like, I, I don't understand what, what you think the confusion would be. It's how you're able to have a flash on CW and a flash in your movie universe and society doesn't crumble. Like, oh my God, I don't know who's who. Who am I going to see in the... Dog, it's, it's not that difficult. So to me, they don't know what they're doing. They never will know what they're doing because they're too thick-skulled to just sit back, focus on what works, and then slowly build to the future. Until that day comes, my faith is completely lost. And what sucks is I've been buying their Injustice figures because I love DC so much. I have like 90 <laughs> these things. So I'm like, DC is in my core. But when I tell you, I watched that Hasbro Fan Fest yesterday and saw all those Marvel figures and was just like, if DC doesn't straighten up, I will go full Marvel. <laughs> I will go full <laughs> on Marvel. Um, they just do not make it easy. But anyway, this was a great first episode of GVN Talk. I cannot wait to do more with both of you. Um, Ash will be back next week, like I said. Uh, Shekinah, I want to thank you so much for joining us for this episode. You're welcome. I had so much fun. We definitely need to make sure you come back again. Um, I'm going to talk with you more and see what other what other topics you would like to, to join in on. Um, because you definitely have to come back. Um, I know, <laughs> I know when I send this to Ash, AJ, she is going to fist fight you for some of your disrespect in DC today. Um, <laughs> but she's also not a fan of the new 52 stuff. So maybe her DC animated list would have looked a lot closer to yours. Um, but again, AJ, thank you for, for creating this with me. Thank you for, I know you're not feeling the best. Thank you for joining um hopefully fingers crossed if you feel if you feel good we can get you on the mcr later later on tonight um mcr yeah what's mcr Mar- marvel cinematic review are you, oh are you gonna do this live aj like <laughs> like you don't know what other shows we have 
Um, and never mind. Go on. <laughs> this is what you guys get. It's real and it's raw. Um, but thank you guys <laughs> for tuning in. Um, I will probably have this episode up probably early, early in the week. Um, I kind of want to let tomorrow breathe a little bit. Um, so I'm gonna have this episode up probably Monday or Tuesday. So stay tuned for that. Um <sighs> Yeah, so make sure you guys, uh, I have an interview out with the great CJ Perry, a.k.a. Lana from WWE. Make sure you guys go check that out. I had a lot of fun talking with her. Uh, she's also a big Marvel fan, so that was really fun to kind of kind of hear her geek out about the Punisher and whatnot. So make sure you guys check that out. We just had an all-new Figure It Out where we talked about the Hasbro event and why we are terrified of this Snake Eyes movie. Um, so make sure you guys check that out also. But outside of that, Shekinah, is there anything you would like to plug? I don't have anything to plug right now. I don't actually have anything to plug right now. I'm just happy to be here. Absolutely. Gotta always double check. Because last time I didn't check with somebody, they were like, I wanted to plug something. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, AJ, uh, you know. Uh, no, but, uh, you actually have started your own uh, little live podcast that you were uh, you were doing. Yes, random geek thoughts. Uh, I didn't do one today because I was asleep for like the past ten hours, twelve hours, somewhere on there. You maybe check yeah. that. That's not a hundred percent healthy, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up a couple of times and then I just went back to sleep because oh, okay. yeah, I, 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 I wasn't feeling. It. No, it wasn't straight through. It wasn't straight through. But yeah, Twitter at AJ underscore Geeks Vibes. I'm going to start. I'm going to start that back up probably tomorrow. No, I have work tomorrow. No, I'm going to do it tomorrow, tomorrow morning. So <laughs> that that's that. Um, you can always find me here with Juwan, annoying ass over here. So there's that. But that's it for me. Absolutely. And as you guys see, it is very much a brotherhood between me and AJ. It's why I allow him to say things like that. But anyway, guys, thank you for, for uh, joining us on uh, this brand new show, GVN Talk. Uh, make sure you guys stay tuned every Friday or Saturday. We'll be bringing you guys new episodes of GVN Talk. Uh, we'll have a new opening trailer uh, to reveal for you guys next week. So do not miss that. That'll be a lot of fun. Shouts out to Dakota, our artist, for that. But all right, guys, uh, this is all we got for you. Till next time, peace. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.